0: The mainstream media loves to shy away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I was talking about this last night on Jesse Waters show. Because Dr. Burks had came out. She came out. Did you see her quote? I know you did. Just unbelievable. She comes out, she says, Yeah. I mean, I knew that they weren't actually doing anything. Her direct quote was this: quote, I knew these vaccines. She said this. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection and I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. Um, she said that they overplayed them. She said this. Yeah. Listen to this. This is I wanted to read the transcript because it's just it's unreal. Listen, she didn't wear a scarf. I don't think. Well, if you're across the south um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get Can I, pause this? I can't I can't deal with it anymore. Hang on. Sorry. I got to interrupt. Guys, this horse paste is better than the other horse paste because it's from Pfizer. So, unless Pfizer made it, it's just not brand name, right? It's like a Gucci knockoff. Unless Pfizer made your horse paste, then it can, is it really? I mean, do you just want like regular old basic Equate brand horse paste? I don't think so. When you could pay a hell of a lot more for designer horse paste, Kane. Everybody loves the logos. Wow. Now, immediately, I just provided some... Job work for some angry leftists because they're gonna they're gonna come out and say Paxlovid isn't like Ivermectin. Maybe maybe it's not. It's similar. Have you seen all of the argument? I actually was reading about this all last night. I I just I actually don't care either way. I really don't give a rat's backside. I don't care. I just want to twist the knife. That's all I want to do. I'm just here to watch it burn. So I went. I was reading all this yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the argument about the chemical makeup of it. Have you seen all that? The Paxlovid versus I don't care. One, all I know is that my doctor, my actual doctor, who's never lied to me the way that Fauci and Burks have lied to everybody else. You know, they've never they haven't lied, said this could help with some alleviate some of your symptoms or just make them a little less awful. Okay, so Paxlova does the same thing. Oh, but there's all these studies that say ivermectin. That's great. You can, that can be, that can be just as anecdotal. You can consider that to be just as anecdotal as my lived experience. Or, as we say in the parlance of our times, Kane, my truth. Hmm. Just, you know. So, my whole point is that some horse paste is better than other horse paste. Right, that's my whole point. Should we get to the part? where Yes, she... I'm sorry. Okay. I just I had to stop. I had check. to. Okay, All go right. ahead. Boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and what? I think we overplayed the vaccines. And okay, that you she says overplayed, Kane. I would say lie, 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 lie. That's what I would say. Lying liar lying. I mean, they're just just semantics, right? I overplayed it. It's It's temporary. It's transitional. I think we overplayed these vaccines. Overplayed the vaccines. That would suggest, dear woman, that you believed that the vaccines in any way, in the slightest, at some point, bestowed upon the recipient the immunity that they sought from the virus. And lo, so it shall be now revealed that they knew the entire time it did not apparently bestow any immunity upon the recipient of said injection. But they still wanted to say vaccine because, you know, words apparently have no they apparently have, have no at all whatsoever meaning anymore. None at all. Just unbelievable. Quite unbelievable, I dare say. Okay, so she says that they were aware that there was no efficacy. And then she said, well, you know, if you're over 70, you know, particularly over that, that's great. Yeah, we all we knew it was something that went after kind of the elderly and people with no comorbidities or with with one or more comorbidities. But she lied. Now, I want to just for one second, consider the ramifications of this lie. I legit lost. I said this on Jesse Waters. I lost friends because I didn't get this injection. There were actual people. I mean, whether or not you want to say they're friends is, you know one you know that's something altogether if you're gonna if you're gonna abandon a friendship because someone didn't get a therapeutic from the government then I question that definition your loyalty and your sanity you know at all whatsoever in the first place and I'm just I just it just is shocking but there were people there were families who stopped speaking to each other the president of the United States himself said this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Democrats were out there not just suggesting, but outright saying that if you didn't get this injection, then you're responsible for killing old people, killing people with comorbidities. You're responsible for all these things. That's insane. But this language was based on part their internal maliciousness in the first place, but also because of what people like Burks and Fauci and others were saying. Oh, this is the vaccine. It's gonna work. You're never gonna get it. I mean, you remember this, right? They, the president himself said, "Oh, yeah, if you get this vaccine, you're not gonna contract the virus." Fauci said this. Burke said it. And I love how she thinks she's clearing her conscience now. Oh, I knew. I mean, I knew these vaccines were not gonna protect against infection. (laughs) I knew. I knew it can. We overplayed the vaccines. And they knew this the whole time. People were disowning family members and, and ending friendships because someone didn't get the injection. I guess you just want to kill people. You, I, I, We actually had people in our lives that did that. Even though we had already had it. Nobody asked about our health when we had it. Even though we, already ha- we had already had it. And people were like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you just get the injection? Because I got the- nature's injection, you morons. That's why. But hey, you know what? Screw hundreds of years of established science. I mean, we knew these vaccines. We're not going to protect against them. vaccine. <laughs> She's clearing her conscience now, which is, is irrelevant to me. This was one of the worst cases of fraud perpetrated upon the American people in modern era. You had not just the the government of the United States, but all of these little bureaucratic cabals that have all of these unelected bureaucrats in them. These people that are not accountable to the voters who pay their salaries. These individuals who knew all along that this was a lie and yet they still insisted on running with it. And yes, there were adverse effects. No, you couldn't talk about them because you'll get banned on social media. Oh, my goodness. You might scare someone from not getting something that is a glorified therapeutic. You might get demonetized on YouTube. I've had my own videos demonetized on YouTube. Because we dare say ask questions about the glorified government therapeutic. These people lied, lied, lied. This was this is Pravda. Media ran with it, vilifying anyone who asked questions. Anyone who said, well, wait a minute, why is it that. If you know you're seeing all these disruptions in women's menstrual cycles, why is it that you're you know all of this other stuff happening? Like your lymph nodes swell because when you go in for your mammogram and they they say, well, uh, you know, if you've had the uh, if you've had the vaccine, you need to reschedule your appointment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, there's a lot of questions there. This is the same, by the way, health organization as I made yesterday. This point I made yesterday, the World Health Organization absolutely refused. First off, they wanted to lock down the world, and they ran defense for China. But with monkeypox, be careful now. You know, we don't want to assume. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So apparently, as it's being reported, if you want to use a public restroom in China, you have to have your coronavirus app to do so. Yeah, you have to use your QR code for your coronavirus app in order to actually be able to use a public restroom. In China I swear we're gonna be like We're heading towards That type of control Here at some point soon Cardinal This is funny Uh, Cardinals Kyler Murray 24 years old He has a homework clause In his new 230 million dollar deal Ordering him to study Game film For four hours a week I would do that For 230 million dollars Wouldn't you? I'd do it He has to do four hours Of independent film study Each week Failing to comply Results in him deemed Results in deeming him As Quote To be in default he will not receive credit for studying if he's doing so while distracted. Now, why is that necessary? Why do they need to do that? And and also, why, how are you going to monitor that? How are you going to show? How are you going to know it's just him watching and he's not distracted? I'm just curious. I'm just you know just got questions. That's all. Uh, also, oh, I'm sure this is a shock. San Francisco small businesses in San Francisco they're closing in waves. A few, less than, 20, less than 24% of office workers have returned. Uh, everyone else is slow hiring. And the city center is basically one giant open air drug market now. So shock. Much surprise. House members are given $10,000 to bulk up their home security. I think that any of these house members that are against. Your lawful constitutional right to own a firearm. I think they should be, they shouldn't receive money for home security. Giant container ships containing, containing, carrying America's coffee, wine, electronics. They dropped anchor outside Port of Oakland as truckers are threatening to make their strike indefinite as it enters its second week. Truckers have been protesting California's Assembly Bill 5 requiring industries to classify contractors as regular benefited employees. I'm gonna be on the trucker's side for this, and any contracted employee, and if that means, thank, thankfully, I'm stocked up on all that stuff right now. Stick with us; more in store. Well, we, all right, so we know self-defense, we know vigilanteism, right? We've we've talked about this yesterday on this radio program, but there's sometimes when you're like, hmm. When you see the justice system, like for instance, the woman who, who was firing off shots in Dallas Love Field yesterday, this was a woman who had previously tried to rob a bank and had burned a house down, and she was out walking free because of restorative justice. And restorative justice, as we all know, is no justice at all. So now there is the story of a daycare owner. The daycare owner, a 50, 50-year-old 50 woman named Shantiari Weems, is being held on domestic violence and uh, firearms charge. She shot her 57-year-old husband, James Weems Jr., on Thursday in Washington, D.C. Now, what happened is on Thursday, parents were texting Shantiari, telling them they had reported her husband for molesting their children. They were from Baltimore. They were staying in this hotel because Weems was attending an event, and they were arguing in, her, in the room, and she confronted him. It was at the Mandarin Oriental, and an argument erupted, and she shot him. She wounded him but didn't kill him, and a one-hour police standoff followed. She was arrested. He was taken to the hospital. She said that she wants justice for the kids. She says, I want these kids to get justice. My only, she says, my only regret for me is I didn't put a bullet in his head. And I can't say that I disagree with her sentiment. Because he is being charged with child molestation now. So he worked as a private security guard after he retired from the force. And it was back in 2005. And the parents had been, they they made the complaints and they were texting her and telling her all of this. This is just a horrifying story. She wrote an apology to the husband's alleged victims, whom she referred to as her babies, and she said that, she normally doesn't handle firearms. Apparently she took one from their safe. I don't know how, you know, why why or whatever, how she brought it, you know, with them. Um, but, man, this is, uh, this is, this is a wild story. And when the police arrived at the hotel, they were standing outside and she was yelling through the door, he's a child molester. He's a child molester. That's what she was saying. And... She said, I didn't, I wasn't going to kill him. I was, I was going to hurt him. But then she said later that, yeah, i you know, I should have put a, bu-. she said she should have put a bullet in his head. And so I'm just, I, I don't know. They had a, there was a GoFundMe that was set up for and all this stuff. And of course, GoFundMe took it down because I, because it's a crime. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get that. So he's, he's accused and he's being charged with sexually abusing at least three children. He's facing 13 charges total. Uh, and this is according to the Baltimore Sun. The third degree in, in, in sexual abuse involving a minor, each three counts each, uh, second degree assault, fourth degree sexual offense, and he also faces a charge of displaying obscene material to a minor. He is in, he's hospitalized in police custody pending extradition. And she told police that she shot, according to court filings, that she shot him after. She said I, she had apparently told him and they heard through the door. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to paralyze you. I hope they get you in prison. She, she wasn't going to kill him. You know. I mean, she said, is it an attempted murder? She said she wasn't going to kill him. She just wanted to paralyze him. You know, Kane, I need your thoughts on this because you know how I feel about child predators, and I feel like some of the reasons that there's so many out there is because there's not enough of a deterrence in our judicial system. That part I agree with. Also, I'm not familiar with the law on um um paralyzing. Like, you know what I mean? Not yeah. attempted paralyzing. I'm really not sure what the legal Yeah I, I definition don't is either. of that. Yeah. I don't but so, and they apparently they they had her I think they they had her hearing uh, Friday, her first hearing. It was moved to Friday. So I I know that I'm trying to look at this. I'm trying to be very objective and look at this because normally what happens, she, if you if you reported to the police, then they would maybe you would be arrested. Maybe you'd have bond. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would be released. But we've seen how many times have people been released and offended again, reoffended. I'm not arguing for vigilantism. I'm just simply saying, you know, I'm trying to look at this woman's mindset. I mean, I can't I cannot say that if I was in front of someone who had been with evidence accused of being a child molester, that I would not want to do the same. Right. It's I don't think that I the fact that the death penalty isn't the only punishment for a child predator is a failing of our justice system. I think the moment they're convicted, take them out back, boom, one and done. That's it. Quick and easy. And it's a deterrent. I, so I don't know. But I do, think that she, I do think that she is correct that he's not going to have a fun time in prison. Because from what I understand, prisoners do not like child predators, and they don't take kindly to them. So I don't know. I I just I understand his and his he had life threatening injuries after but he's he's he wasn't killed he's just going to be injured. I don't know if he's going to be paralyzed after or what. But yeah, police were telling her to come out and she said blank you he's a child molester. And then he started yelling at her and she said, you know, sh- shut up, I will kill you. And you know, just, man, man, man. I don't know. I don't, I can't, you know, I can't get mad at her. Maybe. It's really difficult. I get, what am I supposed to be mad at her for, For be after she gets this evidence and then she's going to take out a tab molester? I mean, come on. She's doing a community service. I'm just, you know, maybe she should get, you know, fine, because it was considered vigilantism or whatever. Just, you know, go through the justice system. But can we, like, I don't know, maybe give her an award? For, for, you know, handling some business? I'm just saying. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Oh, boy. I got some. Ooh. So this uh, Florida man was arrested after, this, after a body was found buried in his backyard, North, Fort, North Lauderdale. Florida man was arrested after authorities found a dead man buried in his backyard. Broward Sheriff's Office learned the victim, whose name was not immediately released, was seen with 23-year-old Simon Hand. That's his name, Simon Hand, on or after July 9th. They there's it, all we know is the dude was charged with first-degree murder and possession of a weapon or ammo by a convicted felon. Buried a dude in his backyard. How how easily was that found? Was it poorly buried? I mean, I just I got some questions. A little a few questions. Uh, Florida rapper Raleigh Bands Dared his haters on Instagram to confront him in person and promptly was shot outside of his Tampa apartment. Literally five minutes after he put the video online. Uh, I can't even say what he said. He said that people knew where he lived at, and he says I, he said he slept in peace, and if they basically want to, you know, come at him, then he gave his like address out and everything, and he was shot and killed. Oh. That don't do that. He was uh He had a number of songs that he was known for in the area. So, good heavens. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be, like, like, you know, daring people. A St. Petersburg man was accused of stealing 125 bronze vases from a cemetery and selling the scrap metal for cash. Douglas Deck, 31, sold the vases as rough. It was 661 pounds of brass scrap for just a little over $1,100, according to Pinellas deputies. He is totally arrested. There's, like, a lot of stuff he's charged for. That's horrific and, like, really difficult. A lot of money for just $1,100, a lot of work. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The mainstream media shies away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country with no extra fluff. In my latest episodes, I lay out the blunt facts of what's going on in the District of Columbia, the way the media is misleading the public, and plans that political parties are making. Concise, comprehensible news is what America needs and deserves. I'm here to deliver. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.